Shalom Ubrachur up to Ksuba's Dathyud Beis. Today's Daf talks about a husband who thought that his kala was a basula, whether he has a tainus basulim, the yichud that they had in Yehuda versus in the Galil. We talk about the Ksuba of a Baskoyin. Gemara discusses a machloikas where one side is a bori and the other side is a shema. Gemara begins with a case where if this woman first got married, Nisuin, and there were Edim, that they never had Yichud together. They were never together. Or they were together, but not long enough to actually have Bia. If that's what happened during her first marriage, then during her second marriage, the second husband can come in with a tainus Besulim. The second one cannot come in with a tainus Besulim. Because she had Nisuin with the first husband. In Chanami, they were Edom, then nothing happened between them. Nevertheless, the tennis Besulim is not available for the second husband. Rabbi says that any time the husband marries her, goes in with the understanding that she is a Besula, and it turns out that she is a Beula, she gets a Ksuba of only one Male. Ravashi says, really, in every other case, she doesn't get a Ksuba at all when it turns out she was a Bu'ula. But here it was different that she actually gets one money because she had been married previously. Aye, why aren't we concerned that she actually had Znus between her first and second marriage? So Shravya explains she didn't have time to be Mazana between the engagement, her second engagement and her second marriage because the Kedushin was done immediately prior to the Nisuin. Someone in this whole conversation going on our Mishnah, that if a Basula who is an Almona Grusha Chalutza from marriage, she only gets one Mone and her, and her husband can't tie in the tiniest Basula. But a Basula from a marriage, that must be a case where they actually went to the Chuppah, but he was never boiled her. And Rabba says, this is a case where he married her assuming she was a Besula, and then it turns out she was a Beula. And in this case, she still gets a Mone for her Ksuba. Rashi says that that only applies in every other scenario. In every other scenario, she would get nothing. Over here, she would actually get a Mone since she had been married and had Chupa. Ah, maybe she was Mizana between the second Eresin and the second Asuin. If Shravya explains that they were done immediately... One after another, there's no time for Znus. The one who learns that this Machlikas is going on our Braisa, with Rabbi Nervashi, he would hold that Kava Choymer in our Mishnah, because the Braisa, that even had Edim, he still not believed that the Tanis Besulim. But the one who learns in our Mishnah would not hold the same by the Braisa, because he could always say, I was relying on the Edus that testified that she was still a Besula. We have a new mission that says if someone ate by his father-in-law in Yehuda, where they were knowing to be misyached with the kala before marriage, so that there'd be libo gospel, he can no longer taina tainus besulim because they had yichud. Now the Gemara clarifies that from the fact that our mission specified that there was a case where he ate by his father-in-law. You see that sometimes even in Yehuda. He wouldn't eat by his father-in-law. And Abayah says, you see from here, that in Yehuda, there were some places that were not Messiah. 
Like we learn in a bracer, Yehuda tells us that in Yehuda originally they would always be Mesechid, the Chosen and the Kala, at least for a little bit before going to the Chopo, so that he would feel comfortable with her. In the Galil, however, they did not do this. In Yehuda originally, they used to set up two Shushvin into attendance, one for him, one for her, to make sure that she wasn't bringing in a cloth with dam on it to show that she was a Basula even though, even though she wasn't, and he wasn't taking away a cloth with blood on it to taina that she wasn't a Basula. But in the Galil, they wouldn't do this. In Yehuda, originally, there were attendants who would sleep in the, the home of the Chassan and Kala, but in Galil, they didn't do that. They wouldn't have attendants by the Chuppah or where they were sleeping. And anyone who did not do the Minog of Yehuda can taina, taina them. Now the Gemara clarifies, what does it mean anyone who didn't do this Minog can't taina, taina them? If it's going on the regular show talking about what they did in Yehuda, it should say anyone who did do this Minog, that they were Messiah together can't taina, taina them because they could just say that he was the one that was Baylor. Elamites going on the Sefer in the Galil. Then it should say anyone who did not have the attendance cannot taina, taina them. So Elamites Abayah says it's going on the regular in Yehuda. And you have to change the lashon of kol shenog. Anyone who was noeg like Yehuda can't, loses the ability to tainus tainus b'shulim. But Rava takes issue with that. He says that's not what our Mishnah said. The Mishnah says anyone who was not noeg can't tainus tainus b'shulim. So Rava gives a dis- different answer, and he says anyone who was not noeg like the minog of the Galil in the Galil, rather he did the minog of Yehuda in the Galil. Meaning he was misachid with her beforehand, loses the ability to tiny tennis pasulim. Ravashi learns differently. He says that this is talking about the Sefer in Galil, and it's saying anyone that was not noyig like the Galil and, and did not have attendance can tiny tennis pasulim. Now we have another Mishnah that tells us that an almono bas Yisrael or an almono bas koyen, taksuba of a mone. There was a bezin of Kahanim that they would actually collect 400 zuz for her ksuba, and the Chachamim did not make a manchal. So now in the Gemara, the Brisa tells us the Amona of Ibaskoyin gets a ksuba of 200 zuz. Ah, but Emerson says that Amona of Israel and an Amona of Ibaskoyin gets 100. What's up with the discrepancy over there? Ravashi tells us that this was a progressional takona. Originally, the Misakein, that Abisula gets 400 Zos, and Almono gets 100. When they saw that they were being Mizalzel in the Almonos, it was too easy to divorce them. It didn't cost enough. They said that it costs, that, that an Almono would get 200 Zos for Hakshuba. But when they saw that they weren't marrying Almonos instead, of marrying an almona bas koyin, which would cost 200 zuz. They were marrying a besula bas Yisrael. At least she was a besula. It also would only cost 200 zuz to walk away from this marriage. So they reinstated their old takono. Next we said that there was a bezin of Gehanim that was charging 400 zuz for a bas koyin's ksuba. And if we says, this doesn't ne- necessarily apply only to a bezin of Gehanim. Even any, any misyuchos family even if they're Yisraelim, if they want to make tremendous dowry, uh, tremendous ksuba on their daughter, they're allowed to. The Gemara asks on this, 
we learned that if someone wants to do like the Kehanim and make a tremendous Ksuba, they can do that. For example, if a Bas Yisrael marries a Koyin or a Bas Koyin marries a Yisrael, they're allowed to do that. But you see that this specifying a Bas Yisrael marries a Koyin or a Bas Koyin marrying a Yisrael. Because there is some side of Kahuna here, but it sounds like a Bas Yisrael marrying a Yisrael would not be able to make a outrageous dowry, uh, a Ksuba. My answer is that really it's just saying, Allah, me boy. That not only if a Yisrael is marrying a Yisrael, are they allowed to make a big Ksuba? Where there's no Taina, there's no Koyin here to say, oh, look, I'm giving you Truma, I'm, I'm making you part of the Koyin family, it's very Choshev, that's why I could charge you so much. But even the Bas Yisrael, the Koyin, where he can tell her, look, I, I'm actually, you know, giving you a good deal here, I'm making you be part of the Kanem, I'm giving you Truma, I'm giving you Yichus. So you should not have a big dowry, a big Ksuba, rather. Kamash Malon, that even when he's sort of elevating her status, she can still demand a large suba. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us if someone marries a woman and does not find Besulim. And she tainas, you know what happened? While we were engaged, I was Nanas. It just happens to be it. To work out a really bad timing for this guy, but that's his bad luck. It's like his field got flooded. But he tainas, no. Before we were even engaged. She had lost her basula, and when I was Mekadesh, that was Mekachtos. And Rabbi Yezer say that she is believed. Rabbi Yeshua says that we can't rely on her. Rather, we have to say that she has the chazok of being a beula before they were engaged, unless she could bring a raya that she was not after. And now in the Gemara, the Gemara tells us a case of a bori v'shema disagreement. If someone, if, if A comes to B and A says, you owe me a money, and B says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't deny it, but I don't confirm it. So who then if Huna say that he's chayv to pay, because he's a Shema, and the guy's claiming a bari. If Nachman and Rechanan say he's potter. If Huna, if Yehuda say he's chayv, because it's bari v'shema, bari wins out. If Nachman and Rechanan say he's potter, because right now the money is with B, and the money stays with its chazaka of being in B's property. Next, Abai tells of Yosef that Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda are going like Shmuel, who taught us in a Mishnah. If a woman is pregnant, they ask her, what's the story with this kid? And she says, oh, it's from this and this guy, he's a Koyan. Right? So this baby is a, baby's father is a Koyan. And Rav Yezer say that we believe her on this kid's hijos. And Rav Yehuda Mashmuel says that the locha is in fact like Rav Gamliel. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, told Rabbi Yehuda, sharp one, we pass can like Rabbi Gamliel, even in the first case by tining a ksuba. What does it mean, even in the first case? We pass like Rabbi Gamliel, even. She's tining that, that she was nanas after Arison. Even though you could say that, we should go with the, the, with the chazoka, Rabbi Gamliel says, since she's coming with a tine of a bari, She's saying exactly when she was Nanas. That's going to be paramount. Now the Gemara asks, why, doesn't, why don't we say that if Yehuda and Rav Huna are going like Rav Gamliel and Rav Nachman and Rav Yechanan are going like Rav Yeshua? See, so Rav Nachman would tell us that he can even pass, be going like Rav Gamliel because Rav Gamliel only passes like he does when this woman has a migu. She could say that she's a Mukas Eitz who wouldn't be also for to a koyin? But over here, she has no migu. 
And on the flip side, maybe Rabbi Gamliel only holds the way he does when we could say that she should stay with her chazok of being a besula and therefore getting a 200 zuz ksuba. But here, she has no chazaka. Gemara says, in fact, it makes sense that Rabbi Nachman is going like Rabbi Gamliel. Because if Rabbi Nachman is not going like Rabbi Gamliel, rather like Rabbi Yeshua, we have a stiver in halachas. Because we know that the halacha is like Rabbi Nachman and Dinim. And we go like Rabbi Yehuda Mashmuel. And Rabbi Yehuda Mashmuel says that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, not like Rabbi Nachman. Alamai, Rabbi Nachman is going like Rabbi Gamliel. It's the same shita, shmamino. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.